Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, After Buzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! <laughs> What's up, After Buzzers? Welcome back to the original Season 3, Episode 11, Wild at Heart, which is why we're listening to this awesome song, Wild at Heart. I'm Roxy Stryer. You guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. And we have a very special guest with us tonight. You guys know her as Aya. We know her as Tracy Ifacho. Did I do that right? You did. I'm so proud of you. I really like, I punched the cho part. Yeah, yeah. You did. <laughs> I can't say it without an accent, though, because of how wonderfully you say it. So we're very excited to have you here Thank today. Thank you. I'm really excited to be here. It was a big episode for you. I know, right? Yeah, can't wait to get into it. And of course, our other co-host, who I'm very happy to see back with us, Katie Campbell. Woo! Hi, guys. I'm happy to be back. You can find me on Twitter at Katie E. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. And our chat mistress, happy belated birthday to her, Tiana Hobson. Thank you, Roxy. And hello, everyone. You can find me on Twitter at the Tiana Hobson, and I am in the chat role right now. Because it wouldn't be a show if you were not. Not. Sometimes we can't take offense to it. She likes them a little bit better than us, which is okay because they are the best fans of all time. They are. Mm-hmm. And they are in here and talking a lot already. So, good. I'm glad. To say. I'm sure they have some questions for you too. As we do here, you started to tell us, and I said, no, no, no save it for the show. I don't want to know because I feel like your voice is a little bit different on the show, like a malicious English accent, not a very sweet girl in a white dress kind of accent. <laughs> yeah. I I'm actually originally, well, my family are Nigerian, and I grew up in Devon in Plymouth, and um, so it's a bit more country, but Aya's 900 years old. She looks good for her age. She you know? really does. Like <laughs> crack, right? Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, high five about that. <laughs> Jealous. Yeah. Definitely. So you made a choice to... Yeah, to make her stronger and to make her accent more worldly i wanted it to sound more sort of we call it rp receive pronunciation and more a more standard version of the english accent mm. to make her a bit more to make her sound stronger and right older well, whatever yeah. you're doing is working because we have talked about every episode you're in we're scared crapless of you like, we don't know what to <laughs> think much. of you as uh, we we find ourselves to be friends of the originals so yeah, yeah. we're like oh my god we're worried about her she's got I don't know if she can stay around she's gonna kill everybody like you we don't even know what to make of it she's definitely on a mission but what is that mission exactly so we start the episode where she is giving I almost took it as like the eulogy yes um, because He's not dead, but for all intents and purposes, he's locked in a box in the bottom of the ocean somewhere. So <laughs> I'm sure he'll come back at some point. But for now, she's giving the speech. Uh, and it did feel like there was a lot of heart behind it for me. So I was kind of interested by that. I, she left him so quickly. Okay, do you think otherwise? No, I agree. Maybe there's some sense of heart there. But I think that Aya loves the power. And I think that Aya's really excited about that. Because Tristan's gone, so now she has the power. Now she- well, when there is a void, you've got to step into it. Otherwise, there'll be a vacuum. Was <laughs> there a void, or did she create this void? Well, I guess you're going to have to keep watching to find out. Yeah, I, I guess da, da, da. so. She's so yeah. sneaky. Oh, you know what? Ooh. I was wondering, why would Aya just be like, all right, bye, Tristan, so fast? Mm-hmm. So maybe Aya was involved with Klaus putting Tristan in that box, you know, Klaus, and then the whole gang getting that. She was involved in that. I'm thinking. Mm, I just think that Aya has been sitting in the second rank position of the first officer for so long, waiting for her moment to pounce, 
and she found the opening and she's going for it full throttle and I think it's great. Her character, I'm not gonna lie, most of the time I hate you on the show. <laughs> Which it's means not you're you. doing it's, your job. It's not personal, yeah. but it's just like, oh, I'm so frustrated. Like, oh, I just want to, you know, do bad things. Um, <laughs> but for the storyline and where it's going, I'm really excited to see the character just grow more and you kind of see the glimmer in her eye that those looks that you be given sometimes, I'm like, <laughs> there's more behind that look. Well, isn't it nice to, we've had two seasons and this is the third one, obviously, isn't it nice to have a character that comes in and shakes things up mm-hmm. and doesn't kind of adhere to the hierarchy with the originals and and all the rest of it, just comes in and is just like, no, Marcel, uh, I'm going to... I'm going to teach you a thing or two. I I find that she doesn't care. She doesn't care who's in what spot. uh, And we see that even more tonight when we find out about Ariana and the sisters. And this group of witches that I was unaware existed that you guys were using. So at one point we call them the coven, the Strix coven, Mm -hmm. which is kind of how I'm thinking them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are they using dark magic? You know, like the dark object magic that we've seen Cole play with and stuff? Mm. You have to keep watching. It didn't look like light magic. <laughs> yeah. It certainly, there, like with the water and the blood and all of that, uh, it was intense and scary. And I think that I is probably the only one who knows what's going on with them. Yeah. What does it mean? Or what do we think it means that when you make this deal with Aya, you're almost making a deal with the devil. You get what you want, but you have to give everything to her. Yes, because these witches that are locked away, I was thinking about this. Did, one, did Tristan know about them? I'm sure he did, but this is our first time meeting them, and it doesn't seem like they have much of a social life. So, my (laughs) thing with Davina is, sure, she might get you Cole back, but you're never gonna see him, because no one knew these girls existed, and I don't think she's gonna let you just go roam free, because Aya likes to be in control. Hmm. That's true. So, Ariana, though, did say that whatever she wanted was worth it. But we don't know what it was. And we also don't know if she's lying. Because Mm. she obviously wants Davina to go through with something. Mm -hmm. I don't trust a word that Ariana said. I definitely felt bad for her in tonight's episode because she's clearly a pawn in somebody else's game. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean that I trust her. And she Mm -hmm. does say, I am released. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So From her duties. Right. You know. She was definitely, she was a soldier in Mm -hmm. this. And now, I, I almost felt like by the end of this all, she was happy to die. She says, I was, I am released. And then she could have done any. She could have left. She saw this premonition. She knew that Elijah was coming to kill her. Mm-hmm. And she just sat there like, okay, I'm ready. Yeah. She's tired of it all. Can yeah. you guys imagine, flash forward a few weeks, a few months, whatever it is. Think about Davina in that position. Our poor little, we met her when she was 16-year-old Davina. Like, I, I can't mm-hmm. even stand to think of that. Yeah. So, and, and I'm excited to hear about these other girls, what their stories were, what they did to kind of get outcasted because, you know, they were mm-hmm. all abandoned and had nowhere else to go, it sounds like. So it's easy to pick up on the vulnerable and people who feel like there's no other, there's mm-hmm. no hope left. Mm-hmm. Right. And the Strix are really good at finding people when they are at their lowest point. We find Marcel when he's a, a kind of crossroads mm-hmm. and he's unhappy with Elijah and how he's being treated mm-hmm. so we kind of see that and we pounce, pounce on it yeah. yeah so it's really interesting a good segue to talking about Marcel tonight so when we're all sitting at this table we have these cards that Ariana has dealt to people based on what their true motivations are and if you are the knight of something then you are a loyal follower yeah. of Aya's mm-hmm. and Marcel was a knight of something I knew that was coming, though, because her exact words were, he doesn't seek to betray her for power. And he's not doing it for power. He's doing it for the safety of his friends. Right? So technicality, thing. Yeah. Um, When I read it, I thought, oh, they changed the card. Like, one of the witches (laughs) changed the card. That's what I I thought. I was like, wait. Yeah, in the episode, I was like, that's what's going to happen. Oh, okay. So I, I love that you never quite know what's going to happen in the show. And that between the characters. Yeah. And I love yeah. that Aya is so kind of single-minded and is always on a mission. And um, it's interesting that sometimes people think that she doesn't care because I think it's that she cares too much. And I feel like that's why she was able to move on from Tristan because she's able, to, she's a she's a strategist and she's 
she's able to always see mm-hmm. the like 10 moves ahead if she played chess she'd be like a world master 10 yeah. moves ahead you know how they always think right. when I play chess I'm like can we go back to checkers yeah. <laughs> I don't get this but Aya's really like 10 moves ahead so mm-hmm. is she still skeptical of Marcel even after this card is flipped um I think it's that thing when you're always playing four different strategies you've got four different strategies I think that you never fully trust anyone really her eyes are wide open yeah, all the time you, you can't really and then it's like a soldier at war when you're always on the lookout for someone coming to get you or coming to sort of take you down then you've got to go to Ralph's and walk down the aisle <laughs> if someone drops something you're going to be like so I think that's innately you just foster that culture of not really trusting anyone always sort of looking for the the thing that's going to trip you up did mm. anybody look at Marcel's card as maybe truth and and think uh oh is Marcel turning is he potentially on her team mm-hmm. I got scared of that because it's been my understanding this whole time that he's supposed to be playing double agent but I know that a lot of what the Strix is saying and offering is very good appealing, for, appealing yeah. for him but I still don't think he's fully there but I think he was even surprised by the card but yeah. him and him and um, Ariana were kind of giving each other looks so that's why my first mind yeah, was yeah. does he know her did they talk yeah. about this is she helping him out right now to make sure Yeah. you know when you have a crush on somebody and you don't say it for so long and then finally you say it out loud and you're like oh I guess that's how I feel like I never even said it so I don't know that's how mm. I feel mm. I kind of felt like that was his face when he flipped this card he has been playing this double agent and he saw that and was like huh Oh no! It, that's how it struck me. But maybe it was just like, oh, she got this one wrong. Good for me. Like now I ended up to live. Yeah. So I, I do love how he that performance, uh, the decisions he made because it it's so up in the air for us. How did you feel about it, Katie? I, like I said, I think it was just the technicality of the words. You know, he's not right. going for power. He's just protecting his friends. I hope he's not going to join because the Strix. You know, you might get something good in the beginning, but. Like we talked about, you're a soldier after that, and yeah. everything comes and with the price. Yeah, yeah, it is for life, isn't it? There's no, yeah, you know, the only way out is death. <laughs> really, <laughs> straight up gang stuff in here. We're all skeptical of it. Blood in, blood out. Yeah, <laughs> we're that's not, how we roll. <laughs> we're not the only ones who are skeptical of what's going on over there. Elijah is too. Uh, he gets a phone call from Aya and. She needs his help. We're trying to find. The, uh, we're trying to find this weapon, whatever it's going to be. Uh, and I was sitting there for a second. I'm like, why is she calling him? And then I remember they all are Team Elijah. All mm-hmm. of the Strix have to be Team Elijah. So it's crazy to me. They Team Elijah, yes, but they can put him down to sleep for a while. So it's still like he needs to be careful because remember that's what they the wanted to was. do. Definitely, but the weapon that's out there doesn't put somebody to sleep. It kills them. So their motivation behind wanting to get that weapon would never be to use it against him unless somehow they figured out how to sever ties with the originals, which we've kind of had a theory all year that they're working on doing. Because we remember back to the beginning when we saw uh, the cure for the wolf bite and all the things, yeah, with Lucian and all the things they're working on. We, like, think that something's up, that they're trying to disconnect. I would be doing that, too, though. If I felt threatened, I was like, oh, my whole life relies on these originals, and they always get themselves in trouble, and there's Mm -hmm. always things going on. I need to figure out how to unlink myself. And who's the best at figuring things out? This group of witches that they have. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) See how it comes full circle there? I know. And I I love that phone call when when I watched it the other day, because we were actually supposed to shoot that. A, a bit of background we were actually supposed to shoot that the next day so we were working we were working on something on, on the other scenes of the episode and then they were like we've got the limo <laughs> Tracy go oh my god so we were like what I'm, I'm not even sure I was looking at the others and so we just went in the limo and there was like four guys and all these lights so it was <laughs> roasting and we just drove out somewhere and they were like okay just just read it okay go and then we were like 
And then they were like, no, no, no. Some, some, like a lorry drove past. Go again. <laughs> oh so my we, God. We shot the scene in about seven minutes. It was, it was like, go, go, go. So uh, it was one of those where you go, <clears throat> excuse me. It was one of those where you go, I wonder what this is going to look like. Yeah. <laughs> but it looks I great. Hope it's good. Well, I think it actually yeah. really worked to your benefit because yeah. the urgency of you trying to get Davina in the car is probably how oh, you're yeah. really feeling there. Like, <laughs> gotta shoot this quick. Like, come with me. Like, we have no, sh- okay, we have seven minutes to car. shoot this. Get in the car. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about Davina a little bit. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're after yeah. her, our, our sweetheart of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, she's lovely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I'm completely obsessed with her and think she's just the cutest thing, but we've been really worried about which path she will choose after being shunned by her people. So now that she is potentially linking with the Strix and with Aya, I don't know. She went to a really dark place tonight. She tries to get Okay, I'll just stop right here. I'm the biggest Colvina fan of all time. Like, I've been waiting for this moment forever. How did you feel with the other Cole? With the original Cole? You know, it's tough because I love the original Cole and I don't I don't think it, it... It's weird because it's like watching her with a different person. Yeah. So it's hard mm-hmm. for me as such a shipper of Colvina, and this is like the team that I'm on, be the same thing with Klaus and Caroline. If they just recast Klaus and it was a different person, it wouldn't uh-huh. be Caroline. But I think they did an amazing <laughs> job addressing that head on. And mm-hmm. multiple times he was like, is it this face? Yeah. And she was like, no, I'm just like hesitant. And that's exactly how the audience felt. So mm-hmm. I think I they, they nailed the way that they executed it. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Because we saw this with Rebecca and Marcel for a little bit when she was in you Maisie, know, the other... my really yes. good friend. I love okay. her. She's amazing. Yeah. She's so beautiful, too. Um, but she yeah, is. so we had to go through that with him, too, because he's like, here's Rebecca, but it's a different body than what we were used to seeing. Mm-hmm. So I do love that they just address it head on, and it's like the elephant in the room. They're just like, okay, there's an elephant standing right here. Let's yeah. talk about we're it. We're all thinking Instead it. Of, yeah, we're all thinking it. Mm-hmm. But for me... I also love that Davina kind of has a hard time with it, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She struggles with it, and I liked that part because this episode, I will say, okay, Colvina, I was like, <laughs> all right, I see it a little bit more. He seems, because he's in witch purgatory, he's in a better place where I trust him more. But when he's in the real world, I still just don't trust him enough to want him to be with Davina. It's those sneaky eyes. It's those sneaky eyes. <laughs> and the accent. The accents, yeah. too. Love him. Yeah. He's so mischievous on set as well. He's a really oh cool guy. God. I only got to work with him a little bit because we're all in and out yeah. of Atlanta. But yeah, he's he's really fun. A fun guy. <laughs> really nice to work with. It's I love watching them and, and everything in tonight's episode. He seems fun. Like, even, like, whisking her around yeah. the corner and standing yeah. up for her. I was just so happy that we finally got them back. What do you got, T? Sorry. Chat I, just have, I just have to say something that's going on in the chat because yeah. I missed it and I had to ask them what they meant. <laughs> All I saw was hashtag Black Catherine. And Nicholas Kelly explained it to me. And Aya... The boss ass bitch level, aka new black Catherine <laughs> and Elijah. Catherine like Vampire Diaries. Catherine? Yeah, like Catherine like Vampire. Oh. They're like Aya is the new black Catherine, where she's just so oh. badass and amazing, oh. and so everyone loves it. And I was like, oh my god, I love okay. this hashtag. So. Well, speaking of that, it's actually interesting because I saw a lot of questions on Twitter about whether which purgatory was the other side, mm-hmm. which we know. Catherine isn't in the other side. She got like whisked to whatever that light was. Yeah. Um, but what did you guys think about this witch purgatory? Did we know that this fully existed? I didn't know about it, but I don't think it's the other side. It's something completely different. Right. Or maybe that's where they moved to. It's the new thing. They moved they moved their other you know? side into purgatory. <laughs> purgatory like, is everyone had their bags, we gotta take a quick trip. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I love about these shows is that death never really actually means anything. <laughs> no. In like one sentence it's explained, like, oh yeah, they were just they were on vacation yeah. in mm-hmm. the new witch purgatory. Yeah. It's nice <laughs> as an actor, I'm sure, on the show, even if you die, it's like eh. You know, I could be somewhere be else. <laughs> Definitely be Like, bad. floating around. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm sure that's what Cole has thought so many times. He's like, I just keep popping up, like, yeah. all the time. Uh, but I, I was excited to see them together, and I thought it was really a romantic, sweet moment. I, I needed that kiss. Yeah. I was glad that we got it. I was a little upset, though, with him staying behind. I just kept thinking, I don't want this to be, like, what happens to Rebecca. 
You know, we're just going to get a little bit of him, and then all of a sudden, but he's not fully back. And then a little bit, and then he's not back. What did you guys think about his, him being so anti-Strix? Because we were talking about how we didn't know anything about the sisters. He clearly did. And he clearly stated, do not do this, find another way. What does he know? And when Cole Michelson tells you... Not to get involved with these people because know, they're right? bad seeds. Hello, you listen to him. Mm-hmm. I don't care what Josh said and what Ariane said. Like, who cares? Cole Michelson just said, <laughs> "Do not mess with these people. You do not mess with them." Yeah, and he likes the dark magic. He too. does. It was so, very sorry. selfless of him. So if he's if he likes the dark magic and the dark objects, and he's not wanting to go with the Strix, who I think might be using that, then there must be something yeah. there. I love that there's history implied there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, what, what, is, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, there's bloodline. I know. Years yeah. ago. Yeah. You oh, always true. think, oh no, why would you do that? But then you've got to think. Then there'd be no story. That's <laughs> yeah, true. And no reason to scream at the television like, don't do it, why? Guilty. Yeah. Guilty of that. Also, the chat is telling us it's the ancestral plane is what it is, what purgatory is. Okay. It's not the other side. Got it. They wanted me to let you know that, Roxy. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, I felt like we saw a lot of growth in Cole tonight in the decision that he said, do not do this, Davina, mm-hmm. because we've seen Cole so many times with his siblings and with other women that he didn't care about being he would never at the risk of him not being able to come back to the world say don't do this no matter what it was even if it was light yourself on fire Mm -hmm. he would have been like do it Mm -hmm. so I feel like for the people who are doubting Colvina I really feel like he proved himself tonight Mm -hmm. and he's someone that is a person that doesn't really think about consequences you know, we hear in 303 that he, you know, I saw, one of the characters says, I saw a demon with the face of, of Cole. So he's someone that kind of just acts and, and does what he wants to do and doesn't think about the consequences. And I feel like maybe his time in the astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding, I want points. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we feel like his time there has maybe made him kind of reflect and think about, oh, okay there are consequences to my actions and there are people that suffer and are in pain because of me and now they want want revenge. Was everybody against him there because of the Davina situation or did we just feel like everybody was against Cole because it's Cole? I I feel like it's a Michelson thing. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe a bit of both. Yeah. They're like, oh That's man, it. you're doing it again. Just pissing us, off, pissing us off, like. Yeah. And just you know, the well, Michaelsons and the witches all have this whole history of life, and it's good and bad things. But you know, there's a lot of people in there who his family has screwed over. Yeah, I assume so. They're probably not very happy about it. But what is going on there? Because is he being like abused? Because even Davina was like, "What's going on with mm-hmm. your face?" He's like, "Don't worry, it's nothing I can't handle." And that just made me more scared of okay, now we need to rush to get him out of there because I don't know what might happen. I don't know if you die again in purgatory or what worst thing happens to you. Some yeah. of those scenes, it was like a scary movie. Yeah, I did get scared watching it yeah. in those yeah. scenes. I was like, even if, man. Yeah. Even if he can't <laughs> die again, maybe he's getting the crap kicked out of him every day. Maybe he's in pain. Maybe he's suffering, which to some people would be even worse than death. Mm-hmm. So... I agree, Tiana, this definitely put a time crunch on it, which is why I think Davina was so willing to say yes. Mm -hmm. Not only Mm -hmm. that, but also Josh's speech about Aiden, which I loved bringing that back. Welcome back, Josh. Yeah, we haven't heard about that in so long. Um, He he says, if I could do anything, I would do it, period. End of sentence. I think this is a little bit of a tricky thing to say to Davina because he he knows she cares so much about his opinion and I felt like it was it was so strong that he wasn't looking at the other side of yeah. this at all. Did you how did yeah. you guys feel about it? Yeah, I thought Josh would help her a little bit with this whole being shunned from the witches, but I mean I mean love just drives you to do whatever and I don't know. I love love. Katie's a lover of love. Maybe he's speaking out of his own pain and his hurt. Right. Because it was so shocking. Mm -hmm. I was watching like, no, he didn't. And then he was like, oh, I'll get it later. 
And I was thinking, no, you won't, because he's dead. <laughs> yeah. So I think maybe in that moment, he's just thinking about his own... Pain. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he's not really... And pain is blinding, isn't it? Mm-hmm. In real life and on screen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or maybe our precious, sweet, innocent Josh is actually up to something more because we see dun, him dun, talking dun. to Marcel and is like, what are we going to do now that Davina just joined the Strix? He pushed her to join and now is talking to Marcel. So they're up to something over there. And I don't think that it's coincidental that he came into... Davina's life the same day the Strix came after her. My oh, thoughts exactly. That makes Tate. me sad. Really strange that he was the one who pushed her to do this. Because Josh is always saying no, don't do stupid things. Mm. But then again, he didn't go to Marcel and say Marcel, I got her to do this. He clearly said she chose to do this, she's doing this. So it's Josh playing Marcel. Is Are Marcel and Josh a team? Well, we do know from experience that Davina has a very... She's very opinionated and has her own way of doing things. And she's very determined. So even with the... She took the poison already. Mm-hmm. She makes her own choices. So I think whatever, even if he'd have said, please don't do it, it's a mistake, she would have done it anyway. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. he knows that. And we can see that from all the other things that she's she done. Does. The other weird moment with Josh is when Ariana snapped Josh's neck slash slit his throat, whatever happened there, in order to get to witch purgatory to save Davina. I I thought it was weird that he that she had to kill him or well not permanently but knock him out in order to get there. And then when Davina was like, "Oh my my tie to the world has been broken," she was like, "Oh I can help you." Did you guys think that that was uh, the only way she could get there was by hurting Josh? Or do you think that she was trying to use this to her advantage? Well, the Strix Coven are the most powerful coven in the world. I just say that. You know, it's right. a five alarm fire. Yeah. They are more powerful than any of the other covens that you've seen. So I think that the rules don't quite apply in the same way. Okay. I get that. I wonder how Aya is going to feel when... <laughs> after all this time training them and working these orphans up to be what they are, one of them is dead in the pool when she walks back in, I'm sure. Well, nobody likes to build a sandcastle and have it trampled. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's a great analogy. I love that. That's going to be tough. It was very detailed. It was very detailed. (laughs) Speaking of building sandcastles, Klaus has been building this sandcastle for quite some time, the sandcastle that is Cammy, and now it has been completely trampled by Aurora, who has turned her into a vampire, this is a whole new Cammy, completely different than we have ever, ever seen. How are we feeling about her tonight, just in general, this character change? I don't know. I'm a little worried <laughs> because I love, I'm a huge Clammy fan, and <laughs> I I feel like she doesn't know what she's doing. She's just a new vampire. She has to learn the ropes. You know, we see a lot of people who become a vampire, they don't know how to handle it. They go a little crazy, maybe not necessarily Ripper, but it's a little interesting as who she was and she knows all of Klaus's secrets and and all the things he pours his heart out to her and their therapy sessions and I don't know she she's a psychologist so she is manipulating people throughout the episode and she knows how to read people well she it's kind of dangerous yeah mm-hmm. I I will say that this was brilliant on the show's part we have come so full circle because for years she has been his therapist and we've heard him ramble on and ramble on about all of these things <laughs> mm-hmm. and we see her listening whatever it is and finally tonight she outsmarted every one of us I never saw that coming and I feel like Julie and Michael have been planning that from <laughs> day one like that was unbelievable well, that's to what me. I'm saying she knows how to manipulate people because she knows how to read people she knows where to hit them to say the right things to do what she wants that's why it's a little mm-hmm. scary seeing Cammy like that oh she's been reined in for so long though yeah since you know we first see her in the first um season she's been so reined in so it's it's got to go somewhere yeah mm-hmm. and, and I like the direction it, it's gone in <laughs> it's yeah. definitely a test for Klaus and what I love what about her character growth is that you're seeing another side of Klaus now because it's someone that he really cares about 
who's going through this and he's actually trying to stop someone from doing something that he would do without even blinking an eye. Mm. I think that Cammy should go past the point of no return. I don't think we should be able to get her <laughs> Burn back. everything! Yes. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious though Straight because off. I actually think she knocked it out of the park tonight that Leah did. Like I, I yeah. loved watching her like this. So I could see her going so dark that she teams up with somebody like Aya to take down the originals. I feel like we finally like had purpose for her tonight. She was she was so so smart and malicious and manipulative and it was like, "Oh my gosh, this is a big player." For the first time, she was mm. I I feel like she had such purpose. Well, I think she always had purpose. <laughs> to be to be Klaus's love interest. You know, to be somebody for him to talk about his feelings with and his, you know, his little therapy session. And I love what blossomed, their, you know, relationship that blossomed. And I feel like she has to go back and they have to find their way at some point again, whether it's the end game or not. You know, I I didn't feel satisfied as the Clamille fan. I got that one second and then all of a sudden she's dead and it's changing and then now it's gone. You know, mm-hmm. I want that in the future. Maybe now they'll have a better like relationship because it's not so uneven right because it never really started on an even ground did it he was like compelling, he was compelling her, her. Compelling her. and it's right you know, and now she has the upper hand for the minute so maybe they'll meet in the future yeah. like episode 22 <laughs> right they I haven't like written that, that yet so yeah. i'm not avoiding <laughs> t how did you feel about everything that happened with cammy part part of me is thinking what more did aurora do to her before she turned her? Or Ooh. what did Aurora maybe, because we know she compelled her to slit her throat and everything, but did she compel her in another way too? Can you compel someone to like, okay, when you wake up, I want to see the other side of you because Aurora does know about Cammy's dark past that they kind of hinted on before. But yeah. remember once you become a vampire, yeah. the yeah. ocean goes away. And that's how Cammy was able to discover about the white oak stake because because she can the compulsion, compulsion broke when she turns. So mm. now she has all of his secrets. Yeah, she, she does. knows everything. She knows how to defeat the Michaelsons because she knows everything about them. Every move that they're going to make, she knows it already. Oh, no. Because they've trusted her, they've confided in her. So what is better than watching this Cammy who had nothing, she literally had no say in any of her life this whole mm-hmm. time, and now her essentially putting up her middle fingers to everybody and saying, I'm taking all of you down. <laughs> I love it. I lo- and And tonight we saw what Elijah was willing to do when someone found out too much about him, mm-hmm. he went back and took care of the problem. And what and did she see? What did Ariana what did, see? Yeah, what did she see? We saw it in flashes, but she knows something. And Elijah was like, this can never get out. So I have to take care of the problem. Mm-hmm. As soon as Cammy, door. like became a vampire, Klaus technically should have thought of this and no. taken care of the situation before it became a situation. And now his weakness for Cammy has gotten their whole family into a whole mess of I know. Trouble. Handle your business class. Yes. It's, I'm not I'm not advocating going around killing people, but I'ma just say Well because he loves her tie up the loose ends. But yeah, but love makes you do crazy things. You know, who else I saw it does. It does. <laughs> I saw some chemistry with Cammy and Will. Just throwing no, that no, out no. there. You mean before she started compelling him to go break into <laughs> the yep. people's apartment? So how many flirtatious? How many, many times like, have we seen on the show a man compel a woman to like him on the show or Vampire Diaries? Like Damon used to do it with who was it with Caroline back Caroline, in the day? Mm-hmm. Every all these men. I want to see Cammy be the man of this like team. I want to see her like have Will as her little plaything. Yeah, she's gonna. We've always talked about this big bad is coming and a big bad is coming. Is it Cammy? How awesome would that no. be? How no. awesome! She teams up with Aya. They take down all of the men. All of them. I think it's there's no cool. show. Just me and Cammy. <laughs> just that. Yeah, I'm, I'm all in. And and the sisters and the witches doing. It's true. Yeah. So at least we could keep Davina around. She would hang out too. So I I, did, I thought that Cammy really rocked it tonight, and her figuring out about the horse. I, I love this. I love that we've got this horse, and it was a toy for Rebecca. 
and that we are keeping Rebecca alive through the story, and even people like Aiden or Jax or uh, Finn, Cole, we're keeping all of them still alive. They're mm-hmm. all still in our back pocket. Mm-hmm. So the this horse that Klaus made for her, I thought that was really, it was sweet. And yeah. that sweetness will be the thing that takes them down. What are Cammie's intentions? She wants her dark object back, but at what cost? Doesn't matter at this point. She's definitely not caring about taking care of other people. She's kind of lost her purpose right now. Mm-hmm. Her reason for She's not being. remembering what it was that she was doing and the help she wanted to give people. Mm-hmm. She flipped the switch, maybe? I don't think it's fully that. I think it's just kind of one of those things where she's being who she actually is instead of faking it and being this girl who's Mm -hmm. helping people to make up for something she's done in her past. But Mm -hmm. why would she not just say, let's pick a meetup spot now. I'll get my dark objects. I'll give you the horse. Why does she say, we'll be in touch? What else is she planning? Because class is always playing a game with her from the very beginning it's always been this cat and mouse thing she's never had the power like we were saying before now when you have the power it's kind of like I like this I'm yeah. gonna enjoy it mm-hmm. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna do to you what you did to me exactly so maybe it's a bit of that and because it was Aurora who changed her could we see a little bit of a sire thing going on with Cammy of a loyalty more towards that side instead of towards the Klaus and the Michelsons. That could be interesting. I'm interested in the first time that they get to meet while she's a vampire. Hmm. That'll be really funny. We haven't. <laughs> Aurora and Cammy. Yeah. Well, you can't hurt your sire, can you? No. So that will be interesting. We yeah. haven't talked really on this show. We did it on Vampire Diaries, of course, with uh, Damon and Elena. We haven't really talked about the one in a million vampires that are sired to the people that turn them. What if she is? Like, she just becomes a mini Aurora and does everything Aurora wants. That would be insane. I would love to explore that. That would be really bad. Is, is it so mm. bad that I just love this evil Cammy and I want evil Cammy? I feel that for so long, Cammy's been there but not really had the power to mm. do anything to make a difference, really. And now that she's a vampire and she has the secret, she's now their biggest threat because she knows everything and she's been in the inner circle. She's been in those conversations and Klaus has told her a lot of things off, like, you know, offline with just her too. And she's smart enough to say the things that hurt somebody, i.e. what she did to Haley tonight. That's what I'm saying. The psychology degree, the manipulation. That's why she knows how to do that so Mm. well. So Tiana's the biggest Jay Lee fan, Jackson Haley. She's obsessed. And Jackson is gone and it's all Aya's fault. Um, Um, no, no. darling, Aya's fault. It's not all your fault, but like, you're the only person left right now and you're at the table right now, so I can blame. It Give her something right to blame. Let her have <laughs> this to blame one. Someone. This is a true thing. <laughs> Jackson is gone, and I have to deal with that now. Everyone was so sad on set that day. Really? Yeah. He, he's a really cool guy. Poor oh. Nathan. We, we, he came in, we interviewed him uh, last season, and he was so awesome. Yeah, he's really cool, really chill. Yeah. We laid back. Yeah. Texas boy. Yeah, and he, he actually talks like that. <laughs> right. I was like, wow, can I just record you? <laughs> That's funny that you think that about him, we think that about you. Oh, that is hilarious. Uh, so, yeah, we were really sad to see him go. Tiana mm-hmm. m- happened to miss the episode that he left, and so she uh-huh. typed up a whole... <laughs> State, an official statement she wanted me to read on her feelings, <laughs> uh, which was amazing. But T, I did want to give you this chance to mourn, and I was happy for you that Haley was still in mourning, at least. I was, too. And I'm going to try not to cry right now, because to, in the episode when she found that shirt, I was just like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you have to go through all these moments. Mm. Um, I loved how much she said, my husband tonight. Because mm-hmm. their relationship was always kind of clouded with the her and Elijah stuff going on, too. And mm-hmm. we all knew it. Um, Jackson will be missed greatly, and I don't want to cry. So I'm but a good thing to think it. is that there's, there's on a show like this and on a show like The Vampire Diaries, there's only one way out. You have yeah. to die. Mm. Like, there's only one way out for... For everyone. Everyone. It's kind of so. life in general, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, That's she, what we do. Haley loved Jackson, and he loved her, and I think that 
that was kind of like a normal family that you know the sense of normalcy that she mm-hmm. had was with mm-hmm. Jackson and mm-hmm. and I feel like that you know now that's taken away from her so I think she's sad about that too in some ways yeah. how did you guys feel about her quote my husband died because he loved me and loving any of us is a death sentence isn't it mm. I thought that was a beautiful moment beautiful scene it really yeah. was and it's and it's painfully true I know because you look yeah. at who comes into their lives you look at you know innocent Cammy who came in and then you know started some sort of a relationship with Klaus and now she's a vampire it's like mm-hmm. no matter what who you're trying to protect it any, loving any of them will only end in heartbreak or death yeah because there were loads of different paths weren't there they could have gone down to the bayou they could have like had life in that little yeah, yeah. they could have run away together and escaped and yeah. just been nice had and... some little wolf children <laughs> <laughs> it was they never going to happen too far though because of hope and Klaus was not going to allow that Mm-hmm. Yeah, they but, could have done like dual custody, <laughs> right? Fought out in court. That's what we're thinking. I'm sure class would have adhered or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If the judge says it, class is going to follow it. <laughs> that is one of the things I tweeted out though, because you know, all, all week as I've been thinking about Jackson's death and just random oh. things popping into my mind, it's like it. It sucks too because Haley's. I hope our hope won't know her stepdad now, yeah, and how much he cared about her and fought for her, and I hope that. Haley kind of, you know, lets his presence live on. Something that my mom pointed out because she said, I'm going to make them all pay. She's like, well, who was she talking about? Because she just said them all. And the Michelsons kind of played a role in Jackson's death, too. So I was like, is she talking about Klaus and Elijah in them? Is she just talking about the Strix? Is she talking about Tristan and Aurora? It was a very broad statement. When she moves in with the Michelsons, were you thinking she might have ulterior motives then? I wasn't thinking that then. I think she's still figuring out what she needs to do. Mm -hmm. She's still grieving and figuring out where her anger is coming from and like she told Elijah. My question to you, Katie, as a huge Elijah fan, mm-hmm. is are you dancing on Jackson's grave right now and, <laughs> and ready and ready for no. them to be together? Or do you feel like we need to put a little space and time? Yeah, there needs to be space and time because I've always, I love Elijah, but I've always recognized that Jackson had pure love for Haley and she did love him back, but she also loved Elijah, so she was confused, you know, and I think that Elijah even sees it. She needs to grieve, and that was her husband, and he loved her, and it's not right. I don't want them to go Elijah right now just yet because she needs to be able to grieve. It's not, Mm -hmm. you can't, People do find comfort in grief, but I just think I want her to be clear-headed going Mm -hmm. back into that. Do we think that the show knew how much... uh, uh, that Jackson, that Jaylee was growing together, and Elijah's always been endgame, so they were like, okay, time to get rid of him because we need to start building towards Elijah. I just think that the show needed something to jumpstart, like, a huge revolution as well, and they needed to sacrifice something to get a chain of events started, and mm-hmm. I think that Jackson's death has started a chain reaction of things that are to come. Okay. All right. Any other thoughts? <laughs> I just keep looking at Tracy every time I say it. I'm like, is she, she going to give anything? I know. She um, anything. I am like the my sister I love, my older sister. She is hilarious, but she's the biggest ruiner. <laughs> my goodness. You will Spoilers. watch something. Yeah. You will watch something. You'll be like, oh, I'm going to go see this movie. Oh, the bit where he dies and kills everyone? <laughs> Like, did you oh, hear me say I'm going to go? The movie. <laughs> so she does it with everything. So now I will, like, I'm so hard on ruiners. I call them ruiners. I've turned them ruiners. So I will never be, I will never be a ruiner. <laughs> we appreciate that. that. We do appreciate that. Uh, yeah. Any other thoughts on the episode before we get to some predictions? Well, I just have a couple questions from the chat for yeah. Tracy. Oh, great. Um, oh, sure. Be- because your character is very skilled fighting wise they wanted you to kind of talk to us about some of your fight scenes and how much training you had to do and oh okay so I had a lot of training before one day (laughs) (laughs) that's a lot yep David Morisot who is an amazing fight coordinator resident coordinator on the show he is just such a wonderful phenomenal guy he's won three Emmys and refuses to like even shout about it so I'm I'm telling the world now (laughs) yeah um, he's so cool so I flew in on the Saturday and then on the Sunday we did a stunt 
rehearsal and Dave was like okay so this is what you're going to do I was like oh okay so the stunt part no 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 you're going to do it you're fine I was like oh okay so you're going to like walk I was like oh so I'm going to run at this guy and like leap at him he's like no no no. you're going to walk you're going to kick him then you're going to walk then you're going to leap onto his shoulders then you're going to break his neck and then he's going to fall over with you still on his shoulders and you're going to walk off him and deliver your line but don't worry because we're going to shoot it in like sections <laughs> and then we get there oh my god I'm in heels <laughs> and they go oh we're gonna we're gonna shoot it as one I'm like oh okay great yeah good good oh my god no so um yeah I I had a really great um team and the guy I I sort of leap up on is called Jan who's really really strong so we did it a few times and I never felt scared like if I was going to fall then I knew that he would catch me. Oh, wow. That's what I'm saying now. <laughs> and I'm sticking to it. It's like what we were talking about earlier. Don't let them know you're freaking out on the outside. It's Just true. stay, I'm not afraid, but inside you're scared. Yeah, yeah. But on a, a more of a backstory note, I was a high board diver, a gymnast, ran track and field, oh, okay. long jump, high jump, dance. Um, ballet tap modern jazz oh, so not wow. athletic at all <laughs> no <laughs> no couch potato <laughs> <laughs> alright awesome T what else you got in there oh, any other um, well someone said something about oh are we going to learn more about Elijah and Aya's past because that's where this Catherine thing is kind of coming from too because we know you guys yeah so I can say because the trailer has been released that next week's episode is going to be... I mean, this is so... This episode was really cool. But next week... It's going to be awesome. I might, Don't be a ruiner. <laughs> Don't be a ruiner. It's going to be awesome. I might break my TV when I throw my shoe at it next week. <laughs> All I'm saying. Hopefully you'll like Aya a little bit more. Oh, oh okay. Okay. A little bit more about who she is and why she is the way she is? Not a ruiner, but I'm just going to nod my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for no reason we might like her more Ooh, some humanity to right. her I love to hear it okay. alright ready for predictions team sure <laughs> I like the confidence out of you no. team <laughs> I have a prediction from the chat oh great ALFE96 says prediction Henrik is the beast. He has witch blood. Uster put his soul on the horse like Freya did to Finn on her pendant. People won't get, uh, won't stop talking about Henrik being the beast. I, I don't know. Maybe. I would like to see Henrik because I've met all of the originals and this is the only one that I haven't been able to really get to know. So I think that would be fun. You need a new friend. Yeah. She needs a new friend. Because she knows them all personally. She yeah, calls them. She texts Elijah all the time. I, I, was that why he was like, my stalker again? <laughs> Pretty much. I highly doubt that if Henrik is on the show, you will be friends with I bet he's well, going to be a big, big bad. But I want to meet him at least. It's the originals. Let me meet all of them. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. What other predictions do you guys have um, for next episode or long term? In the previews, we saw that Vincent was mad at Cammy, right? Yeah. Well, Are, it seems like she came... He knows that she has the power to yeah. destroy the originals and it seems like he might want that from her mm-hmm. to get rid of all of New Orleans problems in one fell swoop. And he is now the big boss of all the witches. Yeah. And he said he had a dark side, which is why he put away magic for a while. So I still think we're going to get more out of him, more of exploring his dark side. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that uh, we saw Aya almost threaten Davina at one point uh, by trying to get her t- to get the horse or something. So seems like Davina's all in on this Aya pack. Are we going to mm. see more coal? Does Davina not get to see Cole? What did she do? What did she get? Yeah, I love the twists and turns that they that they they've, they've taken. Yeah. We, we always think we know where they're going. We don't. We don't ever really know. Even <laughs> as an actor, you don't know. Because I actually started on the originals in season two as a character called Mystery Woman. <gasps> Oh. Yeah. And then we shot this whole scene where she's going to like take down the originals. And then a couple of days before, I was like, oh, great. I'd love to see the scene. And they're like, about that. <laughs> we, we're going in a completely different direction now. So we're not, we're not actually going to use that character at all. But the producers really liked you. So we've written this character and we've created this character for you to come in. 
play and she's oh my god wow. it's amazing so it, it was really fun so my agent said to me oh maybe you'll get a really cool introduction now because before it was cool it was still cool but I was sort of sat on the sofa looking all expensive in like this suit thing that they made and then they were like now you're going to be jumping on this guy. <laughs> Much cooler. You're like, I can do that. Yeah, even when we think we know, we're like, oh, this is, I shot it, it's fine. I think they used it at Comic-Con in the end, that scene. Oh, okay. But um, even we don't know sometimes what's going to happen. So they happen. shoot yeah. kind of multiple things sometimes and don't use stuff and... Yeah, I think it, it's, it a, yeah, the, the writers and producers are so talented, so awesome, and they work so hard, and they're, everything is, is fluid, and they have a set thing, and then something might change when they watch it, when they put it all together, they might think, oh, no, that. Because I think we, there was a scene in the first scene, 303, that me and um, Daniel Gillies worked on that we were going to like, I was going to like bump his shoulder and he was going to grab me and we we're going to have like a stare off. <laughs> and then we had this fight sequence in the middle where I was doing all these like roundhouse kicks at him. And then when we watched the episode, we were like, oh, they took that out <laughs> and then what we had was something that was really heated and kind of like chemistry there yeah. so I was like oh actually no that's better than what okay. we had so it's always interesting for us as well to watch yeah, and go awesome. oh that's what happened oh okay I like that that's cool. any last predictions um, Roxy this one's for you basically from the chat it's from Thal T Cammy will die Caroline's new fiance is Klaus. The end. If if Caroline's fiance is Klaus, I, like honestly, honestly, I, you guys don't even know. We're obsessed with Michael Narducci. Like obsessed with him. He, he is the uh, loveliest person. Oh, we love him. He came on our show. He gave us Aww. all the best answers. He still tweets at us. Like watches. Obsessed. I swear. Every time I've seen him talk to him, I'm like. Claroline, Claroline, Claroline. <laughs> he's like, I don't pick ships. I don't pick ships. I'm like, okay, but if you did. <laughs> so if that happens, my life will be made. Thank you to whoever said that in the chat. I appreciate it. Yes. Uh, okay, that seems like all of our predictions. Thank you so much, Tracy, for joining yes, us no, today. Thank you. In the meantime, really until we see you next, where can everybody find you? On Twitter, around, walking down the street, <laughs> oh. walking down the street in LA. <laughs> What's your Twitter handle? Tracy, at Tracy Fatchel. Oh, she says it so much prettier than I do. Fatchel. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Katie, yeah. where can everybody keep up with you? You guys can tweet me on Twitter at Katie E. e. Campbell. That's Katie with three E's Campbell. Instagram at Katie Campbell 13 and YouTube.com slash Katie Campbell online. I have a vlog and I'll be putting up new videos sometime soon. Cool. Nice. And you can just find me at the Tiana Hobson on Twitter and um, the other one. The Instagram. The Instagram. Yeah. That's it. Old age. Uh-huh. Old age is catching up, guys. <laughs> you guys can find me everywhere at Roxy Stryer. You can find us at AfterBuzzTV, AfterBuzzTV.com, YouTube.com slash AfterBuzzTV, on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Let us know how much you love Tracy. You were an amazing guest, and hopefully we'll see you soon. Yeah, you can always keep up with me on IMDb. I'll put all my latest products on there and everything. Oh, good. Lovely. Perfect. All right, can't wait for that. Bye, guys. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 